Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Tan and J-Man Show. Before we go any further, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. If you want to stay up to date with all that's happening in the Tan and J-Man Show Nation, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Tan and J-Man Show. Hope you guys enjoy this episode, so stay tuned. It is show time. The J-Man is back in studio live on the ISC Sports Network. We are the Tan and J-Man Show. Thanks for watching, everybody. This episode is brought to you by The Damn Landing. Whether you want an epic burger, hand-tossed pizza, hand-breaded tenderloin, seafood, craft beer, or a handcrafted cocktail, The Damn Landing is the place to be. The Damn Landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Manitou. Focus on freshness and quality. The Damn Smoke is here every single weekend, and it will feature barbecue and steaks. In addition, you can wash it down with one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's best microbrews and domestic flavors, or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Take in the fantastic views of Lake Manitou and their beer garden or outdoor bar area. Whether it be boats or wheels, the Dam Landing is the place to be, located at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester. Might be a little cold to use that uh, beer garden here. Uh, December 28th. Yeah, I think the uh, beer garden days are probably over until springtime. Yes, sir. Have a good holiday. Yeah, good Christmas. pretty yeah. good. How about you? Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Well played. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was setting you up to set me up for... Uh, You're always thinking two steps ahead. Uh-huh. That's the way my brain works. I'm surprised my brain's working this did good on Did you get everything you asked Santa Claus for? Yes, Santa Claus was very, very good to J-Man. No, no coal in the stocking this year. Not this year. Not this year. Got some toothpaste. It's about close enough. Stalking. Thanks, thanks Mom. You need it. (laughs) Um, Anyway, got some birdie bogey? I got some birdie bogey. Yeah, I was going to say, you're you're up. Chief's question, so prepare yourself. Oh, I feel dirty already. A few weeks, I actually screenshot this like three weeks ago, and it's still... uh, Still relevant? Oh, yeah, big time. Travis Kelsey became the first tight end ever. To have uh, five 1,000-yard seasons in a career. Three other players had four 1,000-yard receiving seasons in a career. Can you name those three players? Tight ends. I know one for sure, but... One's probably pretty easy. Um, The uh, the other two are... uh, little more difficult mm. but birdie bogeys brought to you by noble gnome llc fresh locally grown nutrient dense produce from bryce and katie romine of mintone indiana like them on facebook follow them on instagram and check out their website noblenomellc.com get your veggies you know i tried that last week didn't go very well didn't go very well i think well. i forgot to do it the week before and i was very upset at I myself think you did. it's a j-man um, staple it can't be replicated I can't forget ever again. It's it's all you. It's 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 just like waving at the start and end of the show. It's all you. It can't yep. be replicated by anybody else. But I do appreciate and thank my dad for filling in last week. It was fun to get him on the on the show. I think it was the second time he filled in this past year, but uh, he's filled in a handful of times now over the over the past four years. Biggie so, always does a heck of a job. I mean, tonight's our heck last our last episode of twenty twenty. Of course, it's our uh, last episode of season four. Of the Tan and J-Man show, so we'll be coming at you with the uh, debut for season five next week. Next Monday. <laughs> yeah, next Monday. And, uh, no weeks off. No weeks off, but uh, hopefully we'll bring some new fun content and episodes your way next year. Um, if you want us to add anything to our shows or if you can think of anything we can incorporate to make it more enjoyable for you to uh, watch or listen, please let us know. 
just hit Josh and I up on Facebook or Twitter or Texas or whatever. I got an idea. Okay. Bare knuckle boxing. I've always, uh, I've always wanted to take a swing at you, T Dog. That sounds awful. <laughs> I don't I don't like my chances there. But you're soft too, so uh, that's a good point. I'm we're, so we're soft. both soft, so that wouldn't that wouldn't go over well. But I'm sure everybody would uh really They'd enjoy get a it. kick out all watching it. Um but hopefully we're hoping to maybe bring some more interviews to you in twenty twenty one on the side away from our weekly episodes on Monday. Um I know we got one kinda in the can. Just gotta figure out a date to to get that going. But um yeah, so so anything we can do to make this show more enjoyable for you to watch or listen to, because we really appreciate you sticking with us every week, especially through this year in 2020. It's been uh, it's been difficult, unlike any other. I mean, mm. there was a point where there was a couple weeks in a row. I remember Josh and I were having conversations. I was like, I don't know how much longer we can keep this going until we got to take a break, and luckily we got through it somehow. Never took a break. It was all sort of a blur to me. Yeah, like it, it just like a long time ago. It was such a crappy year, yet it's gone so dang fast. Yes. That uh, we somehow survived it. Yeah, it was a lot of lists, a lot of <laughs> different thinking. We got tired yeah. of doing lists and countdowns and different things like that, but uh, got through it, and hopefully 2021's more of a regular sports Ooh, year. But I know I know, I told you I kind of wanted to start with uh, NFL, but now I'm switching gears after talking uh, like you. that. Let's do a little review, sports uh, year, year in review sports-wise mm-hmm. for 2020. Well, it kind of started with... Uh, Louisiana State uh, University winning the uh, national championship. Seems like so long ago. and it, I mean, it's sure been does. a year. Uh, but they just dominated the Clemson Tigers. And Joe then Burrow put up a season unlike we've ever we've seen, ever seen in college football. I don't know if we'll ever see a season like it again either. Yeah. Uh, especially at the SEC level where defenses are, are just so good. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen it at places like Hawaii and Houston had those good years. Texas S- Tech. Texas Tech, even SMU. But they don't guys. win like LSU sure. does, but they, they don't put up the statistics. Um, but it started with that, and then, um, you know, as the season went along, playoffs went along, Kansas City Chiefs got down 10-plus points in all three of their playoff games, and they somehow come back and win yep. a Super Bowl um, season or sports shut down at the one of the worst possible times for any sports to shut down. That's March Madness. Conference championships um, for the big conferences. Yep. That was conference championship week, and NBA was in the thick of things, getting yep. ready for Baseball start. was about to start. Yep. Hockey uh, was, was in the thick of things. Not, not that there's really any ideal time no. for sports to shut down, but that was a really bad time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I mean, we were talking before the show, who is your team of the season, of the year? My team of the year has a good question, but I'm going to go with the LSU Tigers. Hmm, interesting. Even though their only game was in 2020. But, yeah, I thought that what they did last year was magical. And we kind of talked about Joe Burrow, but they had 16 guys from that team go to the NFL. Mm -hmm. And we didn't see a team – well, the Alabama's been pretty darn good, but it's hard to compare a team in the 2020 college football season to the 2019 college football season. So I'm going to take LSU. You know, when I brought up LSU a few minutes ago, hadn't even thought about them (laughs) until – Right now, yeah. um, that's a good one. I'm not an NBA guy, but I'm going to take the L.A. Lakers. It was kind of destiny. Um, yeah, Kobe Bryant passes away uh, January 26th. You were saying it ever since that the uh, Lakers were going to find a way to win the NBA title. Got down three games to one, I think, to the Clippers. And um, I don't even remember what round it was. Uh, that would have been the championship round? No, because they beat Denver. That's right. Didn't the Western they? Conference Championship. Yes. Um, so it would have been the quarterfinals. Or or did Den- Denver, Denver kept down, getting down? They were down to one. three to one against the Clippers. Maybe Lakers weren't then. Yeah. Um, so yeah, 
Okay. S- screwed that up. Yeah. It was a weird bubble <laughs> um, season. To go into the bubble and be there a few months and then end up winning the uh, NBA title over my <laughs> Miami Heat. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, yeah. It's kind of a team of destiny in the NBA if there is such a thing. Also had the Tampa Bay Rays. Yes, um, going to the uh, World Series and then losing <laughs> to the uh, they lost Los That's Angeles right. Dodgers. Dodgers. Why did I think they um, won? Yeah, they lost. Dod- I mean, Dodgers could be in. I might have been thinking the Dodgers when I was thinking three games to one because they were down three games to one to the Atlanta yeah. Braves, came back and won their first uh, yeah. title since 1988. Uh, that was a big deal. Kansas City Chiefs have to be mentioned as well. Yeah. As we said, getting down 10 in each of their – three playoff games and then winning a Super Bowl. They were down 10 points with how much time was left in the Super Bowl? Six minutes or so? I don't remember the I'm exact. i say there wasn't. It was under 10 minutes. Yeah, there wasn't much time left, but uh, Patrick Mahomes leads them back, and they win their first title in a long time. Then, um, I mean, this isn't my team of the year choice. Like I said, it's LSU, but Tampa Bay Lightning won the Cup, Stanley Cup this year. Couldn't so. have told you that. Uh, I can't think who they beat off the top of my head for some reason. But um, that was a bubble that uh, usually I like watching. Well, they beat the stars. Beat the like stars. watching playoff hockey. Didn't even tune into a second. I watched in the Colorado, bubble. and then they lost to Dallas in uh, overtime of Game Seven, and I tuned out after that. Hockey's a sport that needs fans. Yep, much like college basketball. Yep, in my opinion. Yep. Um, but how about athlete of the year? Patrick Mahomes. I'm gonna go with LeBron James. LeBron, you could say that every single year, though. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Mahomes wins wins a title. They're sitting here at fourteen and one, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in the next season. Which you see Super Bowl teams not do as well, kind of have a Super Bowl hangover. Hasn't happened to the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, mm-hmm. except against the Raiders almost twice. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I mean, you could throw Mookie Betts in there. He had a great year for the Dodgers, and then gets a three hundred million dollar contract, almost four hundred million dollar contract. Um, Aaron Rodgers is having an unbelievable season. He's probably going to win the MVP. Uh, but I'm taking uh, Patty Mahomes. You know, I thought Dustin Johnson for a little bit. Uh, he won the Masters and won a few other tournaments this year. Um, but, I, I mean, he was definitely the golfer of the year. But, um, yeah, I'm going to stick with LeBron James. It was pretty special what he did with the Lakers, getting a title back mm-hmm. there. Maybe it is all, you know, the destiny factor with Kobe passing away and everything. But um, It also helps to have Anthony Davis by his side. Sure does. Um I mean, I like a comment last week. It makes me mad that Anthony Davis came out last week and was talking about when Paul George was in Indiana, how they talked about teaming up in Indiana, but the Indiana management didn't want to do it. That's why they're always going to be mediocre and never going to compete for a title. But uh, yeah. I couldn't see Paul George ever staying in Indiana. He just seemed like a guy that was if trying that, to get if that out. That would happened. That there. probably would have happened. Um, but um, how about a moment of the year? Moment of the year for me, not. Personally, but I just think as a whole was uh, when sports came back. Um, I think the first major sport that came back was baseball. They waited way too long, and we talked ad nauseum about how stupid Rob Manfred and the um, owners were being. Um, But the moment that first pitch was thrown, it felt like we had some sort of sense of normalcy for the first time in months. Uh, So that is my moment of the year. Yeah, I asked this question, and now I'm, I'm blanking on moments. <laughs> um, it's so easy to remember, you know, when everything shut down or, or some negative moments, but it was probably just the first weekend of NFL football for me sure. just as a whole. Um, that Thursday night game between the Chiefs and the Texans just kind of kicked everything off. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the NFL, they've had bumps in the road, but they've got through every single week. I was going to say, 
that's that's something in itself. Yes. Uh, just to get through the season. Yeah. And it looks like things are starting to uh, calm down as far. I, I mean, they've put more uh, protocols in place, which has helped players stay healthy for one. Yep. Uh, but I mean, this past weekend we had the Browns <laughs> miss their whole uh, wide receiver what room awful because timing. of. Uh, because of contact tracing. Yep. Uh, but for the most part, it seems like it's kind of smoothed out a little bit. Uh, you knew there'd be bumps in the road. Yep. And it was impossible for there not to be. Yeah, they've done a pretty good job with it. Um, and, um, yeah, it's crazy to think we're approaching week 17, the last regular yeah. season of the NFL. Seems like it just started. It does. Um, speaking of the NFL, uh, week 16's in the books. Yeah. So it will be tonight. New England plays at Buffalo. Um, we both have the Bills for 10 points. So my tally had the J-Man with 80 points, Tanner with 76. So for the third straight week, the belt's staying with J-Man. And you made a prediction a few weeks ago that you were going to win out the rest of the year, and you're one <sighs> week away from doing so. Yes, sir. Can you close the deal? 100%. We need to think of something. You know what? This will be the J-Man's book of prediction of the week. I will win the pick for the final week of the year. Bucket. I hope you just curse yourself because that was my book it for last week. Uh, Found when and it didn't happen. So hopefully the J Man's book of prediction of the week is brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for life, home, auto, renters, business, workers, comp, and farm insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchering at infb.com. He's in Ohio now. Yep. He can uh, help anybody in uh, the Tin and J Man Show Nation and in Ohio with insurance mm-hmm. if they're looking for a a new carrier or unhappy with their current carrier or agent, give Travis a call. Get some insurance. Three winners, three losers. Yes, sir. Um, I'll start. Okay. My winner, one of my winners, Miami Dolphins. So I, I didn't even put down <laughs> my list because I knew it was coming. So um, Just to win a game like that, they had to win. Their playoff odds were going to drop from like 46% to 8% had they lost to the Las Vegas Raiders. Then the way they win, um, kind of back and forth in the final four minutes, uh, Nelson Aguilar has an 85-yard touchdown. They got away with an egregious push-off, but that's a uh, good thing that didn't come back to uh, play into it because uh, – uh, that would have really made NFL me NFL pass <laughs> interference needs to change to the college rule. Yes. 15 yards, not a spot foul. Mm-hmm. And college football needs to change their targeting rule to the NFLs. I've been saying it for years. Yep. And then it's the, annoying. The Byron Jones uh, pass interference late. But anyway, Dolphins won in spite of those two really. Uh, one no call that should have been called and one uh, call that should not have been called. Uh, but anyway, uh, then Brian Fitzpatrick gets his face ripped off, his neck completely separated from his body and still somehow makes that throw. I've watched that thing 40 times, have no idea how he threw it right on the money to Matt It's magic. That's the only explanation. Um, Raiders are going to Raider, and they Raidered so hard. That that was just a classic Raiders loss right there. Went for the field goal instead of the, you know. See, it I m- felt like they settled, but they didn't it really It made settle, sense at the time because yeah. if Josh Jacobs would have scored, there would have been a minute left yep. and a touchdown would have won it. Or at least at the very least could have tied yep. it. They would have had to go for a two yep. um, if the Raiders would have gotten it. Um, but Dolphins end up winning, and now they have you know so many opportunities to get in the playoffs. You, they win, they're in. Just win. Or they can have a Browns loss to the Steelers, although Browns are seven-point favorites because – Pittsburgh has nothing to play for. Bills really don't have much to play for either, so hopefully they sit there, guys. Um, could have a Colts loss at Jacksonville. They're 14-point favorites. And then a Baltimore loss against the um, 
Cincinnati Bengals. I think they're double-digit favorites as well. So Dolphins just need to win this week uh, to get in. Yep. If it, once you got a scenario where you can win and get in, just win. You don't want to rely don't on rely else. anyone else. Dolphins have the much tougher game out of any of them, and it'd be so Dolphins to win 10 games and still miss the playoffs. Uh, even if they do miss the playoffs, though, it's been a fun season. Uh, just complete rebuild in year two. They're winning 10 games and even in this spot. And the Houston Texans lost on Sunday, and the Dolphins have their first and second round picks. Dolphins would be picking third in the NFL draft here in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a really good day. Yep, there's really good they're set up for success in the future. Mm-hmm. Should be, no matter what. Um, one of my winners, sticking with the AFC East, how about the Jets? <laughs> Why not? Sure. Why not? Uh, didn't see this ball club win in two games this year after the horrendous start they got off to, but they really should have three wins. They should have beat the Raiders, which the Raiders, that's kind of this loss, kind of cancels out cancels that win. Out, yeah. uh, but they beat the Browns, who are down without four or five wide receivers, like you mentioned, but they got it done. And uh, it'll be interesting come next Monday, a week from now, when we're talking about Black Monday, to see if they made a directional change, a head coach or not. They have to. I would think so. <laughs> but Can't put anything past the Jets, though. Nope. Pittsburgh Steelers, another one of my winners. They're another one of mine, too. Um, they win the AFC North. They needed a win in the worst way. They'd lost three in a row to some not very good football teams, Washington football team, Cincinnati Bengals. Um, they needed a win, and they got it. Had to come back from 24-7 to 7 yeah. down, uh, but they uh, they did it. Yep. My last winner on my list is the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. Starting to <laughs> right in it, man. find a little streak. Now this NFC East race has got to come down to the Sunday night game. Mm-hmm. This week it's wild, but it's uh, pathetic they put it on. Though, are you surprised? I'm not surprised. They always go with an NFC East team. They should be banned from the postseason, in my opinion. I mean, put both the Brown or the Bears and the Cardinals in, and there you go. At least you'll have teams at 500 or better in there instead of a seven and nine at best team to yeah, make it. If they could be a six nine, and ten team. Yep. We've seen seven and nine Seattle get in one year uh, years ago when they beat the then St. Louis Rams on Sunday night for the winner gets in losers out. They'll so. host the game. Seattle hosted the Saints when and the, they won the beast quake. Not fair, but, NFL. But this year Step there's going to be no fans, of Step course. In. But uh, yeah, the Cowboys they're rolling. Uh, Andy Dalton threw for more passing yards in the game over the weekend than anybody else. I would say they're the most likely team in the NFC East to make it. All they have to do Disgusting. is beat the Giants. Have Washington lose to the Eagles, which I think they will, and they're in. Zeke Elliott, rushing touchdown since Dak Prescott got hurt. Zero. Goose egg. One of my losers, uh, the Arizona Cardinals. They controlled their own destiny, and um, they lost to a really bad 49ers team on their third-string quarterback. I know George Kittle came back, but uh, you can't lose that game. Um Credit to uh, San Francisco's defense, though. They're awesome. Even with all these injuries, and uh, is it Robert Sala? Is, That's he's why the he's the hot commodity to be he head coach. be maybe the first coach hired. Yeah. Um, so you're going to be Atlanta, Houston, or Detroit probably yeah. gets him. Um, he's done a great job. That's a bad loss because now the Bears are very likely to make the playoffs. Very, very likely. Um, see, I just don't know who's going to be sitting guys who's not. That, that's, that's what the, made the that's pick That's the hard. thing, yeah. I kind of picked as if they're not going to be sitting guys, so I might look like a I complete fool. I did the exact fool. opposite. I might look like a complete fool. So, uh, But I kind of back piggybacking off your Cardinals loser. I had Oklahoma Sooner quarterbacks. Yeah. Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, and Jalen Hurts. All played real bad. One touchdown, seven turnovers combined out of all three in all games. Those three needed. 
Must wins. Kyler right. Murray, the first 10 games, is looking like a future MVP. He has not played well. Has he not. just hasn't played well. Nope. I mean, yeah, so those three uh, didn't come mm-hmm. through. Another one of my losers kind of hit on it in the winner's category, the Indianapolis Colts. You blow a 24-7 to lead. Yep. I mean, they should beat Jacksonville and be should. okay this week. But now Jacksonville can win yeah. and still get still the number one pick. pick. And they beat the Colts back in week one. Not that I think the players really care about any of that. No. Um, but, yeah, that's a bad loss for the Colts because they, they're on the outside looking in, as we said. Yeah, and Jacksonville beat them back in week mm-hmm. one, if you remember right. So, yeah, I mean, you, anytime you blow a 17-point lead in the NFL, it's, it's bad. it doesn't matter Especially who's second half lead. doesn't matter who is against. It's hard to swallow. Cleveland Browns, another one of my losers as I'm losing my belt over here. Um, Got to resituate. Um, I don't care how many players they had not playing on offense. You can't lose to the New York Jets, especially when you're in a position to make the playoffs for the first time in almost two decades. Um, you have to win that game. It would just be so classic for the Browns to lose to these Steelers. And um, I mean, if the Browns lose, Dolphins are automatically in. But if like, I think they need... If they were to lose, they would need at least the Colts to lose. I don't know about Baltimore as well. It'd be so Browns to find a way to uh, miss the playoffs. Oh, it was so Browns just to have that hit over the weekend. Yeah. Because if they they just have a few of those guys play, they beat the Jets probably. Yep. And they don't. Uh, My last loser is the Raiders, just because I love (laughs) to put the Raiders on my losers list. And, like, you hit on all the reasons you hit on. They looked like they had that game in the bag. They did. Just found a way. Choked it away. Beautiful. Uh, Washington football team, another one of my losers. Uh, Dwayne Haskins released today. Took him 15th overall last year out of Ohio State. He did not handle media well, and he went uh, yeah. he, he went to a gentleman's club for a private birthday party um, and broke protocol, COVID protocols. He's broke COVID protocol twice this year. Um, he, he's a bad leader. Yep. Um, he blew off the media, as I said, yep. uh, even though PR was trying to get him. He hasn't played well. Nope. And then they lose to a, a bad Carolina Panthers team. Will Alex Smith be back for him this week? It sounds like he's eligible to be. I didn't know they put him on the IR, and they must have. The th- return IR, the three-week one that they started this year. Because if it he could like go, he, who would go? Well, they played Taylor Heineke. Mm. Um, who, who did he play for? I want to say Carolina? Last year, I honestly don't. I don't know. remember. Um, yeah, it'd be him. He he didn't play bad in the second wait, half. Wait, uh, Heineke was was the guy who came in. I thought they had signed uh, Allen from Carolina. He he like broke his ankle or oh. something. Remember oh, earlier yeah, in the yeah, year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, they've so gone probably is a Carolina guy since it's Ron Rivera. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I think they've been through four quarterbacks yeah. now. And they're sitting there if they win, they're in. Yeah, <laughs> chance. It's pathetic. You're Miami Dolphins at the Buffalo Bills. Um, Dolphins can't worry about anyone else. They just have to win. Um, but, then I'm taking them one point. I took the Bills. Uh, like I said, my, I'm going in thinking all the guys are going to play for teams. I, I don't know why. It's hard to guess that as of Monday. Um, I'm taking the Bills for six. I think the Dolphins will win regardless. I, mm-hmm. I just I feel like they're – having winning that game on Saturday just feels like they're a team of destiny to make it at least short leash for Tua very short leash um the benching made sense on Saturday I still wasn't very happy with it but then obviously the outcome was great the offense is just so much different because Chan Gailey opens it up for Fitz he doesn't let Tua do a single thing and it's so frustrating I had a laugh in our group text message after the game I asked Jay man I said uh so who starts next week he said Fitz gotta be Fitz a couple minutes later it was announced that's Tua I do like that um, Brian Flores stuck with Tua in the postgame. Can mess post with his game. confidence if you and don't. And 
I mean, Flores could not care less about what the media says, sure. which I really, really like. Yep. Um, just no BS with him at all. Uh, but I think very, very short leash. First th- I'd, three drives, if he doesn't look like he's up to playing, uh, to what we think he could play, uh, go to Fitz. Yep. Got to win a, got to win a game. And you're in the Baltimore Ravens at the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Baltimore for 16. Cincinnati's been playing a lot better, uh, but Baltimore's been rolling, helped by a easy schedule down the stretch. But. I got Baltimore for 15. Um, yeah, it has been impressive that Cincinnati's got a couple wins yeah. as of late, but. Brandon Allen's playing really well. But the Ravens are dangerous. Yeah, uh, they were my dangerous. Super Bowl pick at the beginning of the year. They can get hot. Say so. they end up, I don't know what seed they'd end up with. Really, any of the wild card seeds. I think they'll win a game. Yeah. I, th- I think Pittsburgh's the least dangerous division winner in the AFC. I can't argue with you there. So. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Pittsburgh, I doubt. I got the Ravens the- for 15. I don't know if I yes, said that or not. Did that. I say that? Sorry. Um, doesn't look like. Steelers are going to really start anyone. Um, Big Ben doesn't need to play. Now that they won the division. So, really, the Colts losing yesterday hurt the Dolphins out quite a bit. Um, give me Cleveland for six. I got Cleveland as well. I think they're going to be motivated to come back and get a big win, mm-hmm. especially what happened this week with the contract tracing situation. But I'm only putting three on them. I'm not real confident in it. Baker's got to play better than he did yesterday. A uh, big win for the Steelers, though. If the Steelers would have lost yesterday, I would have put more points on the Browns than I did. But taking the Brownies for three. Minnesota Vikings at the Detroit Lions. Both teams real bad. Um, uh, Mike Zimmer. I couldn't think of his name. Uh, Mike Zimmer said it's the worst defense he's ever had. They are supposed to be good. Um, gave up 52 yeah. points. Any, I don't care if Drew Brees was back. He gave up 52 points to anyone. It's just bad. Kamara had six touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> he tied the NFL record. And then Detroit gives up 47. Um, I still think Minnesota's better than Detroit. Detroit's just kind of folded. Uh, give me Minnesota for four. I'm taking the Vikings for nine. Is this Matthew Stafford's last game in a Lions uniform? They need to go in a different direction. They fired their GM. Assume he'll want to pick his head coach, pick his quarterback. Um, I assume so. New York Jets at the New England Patriots. Um, I don't think the Jets win this one. Give me the Patriots for seven. Taking the Pats for ten. I agree with you. I think the Pats keep it relatively close tonight against the Bills. They're out of the playoffs, but I, I think Bill doesn't let them end the season without a fight. Why Why not start Jarrett Stedham? They obviously, Cam, they obviously don't think he's anything. Cam is done. I don't think he'll ever start a meaningful football game again. Wouldn't shock me if the Patriots make a big move and trade up it well into the first round to get a quarterback. They need one. I just see what you have in Stidham. You know what you have in Cam Newton, and it's not good. Yeah, I mean, they've played Stidham a little bit uh, late last very, year. Very, very little. Late, uh, not last year, but uh, early this year. Yeah. And then um, – They're getting killed by someone. Yeah. Chiefs. I feel like he played against the Chiefs a decent he amount. He did play against the Chiefs. And then, uh, yeah, you might as well play see what you got. Maybe yeah. they just really don't think um, – Based on what they've seen in practice, that he's worth it, but mm-hmm. that's that's risky. Um, I said I like the Patriots for ten. Dallas Cowboys at the New York Football Giants. Give me Dallas for two. Uh, they're playing. They're playing well. The defense is a lot better. Um, Daniel Jones is just not it for the New York Giants. Did he even play this he's past? He's hurt, man. Is he hurt? Still? He's got a knee hurt on one side, hamstring on the other, so he can't move. So they shouldn't be playing him. He just can't move. Giants need to go in a different direction. Um, I don't think they will though. They should. Um, 
But uh, I like the Cowboys for four. Uh, Falcons at Buccaneers. Bucks need to start out hot. They finally did it um, on a Saturday yeah. against the Lions. My God, it was over at halftime. Yeah, uh, Tom Brady didn't see a snap in the uh, second half, and he still had over 300 yards and four touchdowns. Um, give me Tampa Bay large for uh, 12. I got Tampa Bay for 11, so we're thinking uh, pretty similar there. New Orleans at Carolina. Um, Carolina's team plays hard for Matt Rule. I don't fault that. New Orleans still fighting for that number one seed, although uh, Green Bay is pretty dang good. and ha- They haven't locked it up yet, I don't no. think. Uh, give me New Orleans for 10. Seattle can still get the one seed. Interesting. Um, I got the Saints for 14. Going big on the guys in the uh, black and gold there. Uh, speaking of the Packers, Packers at the Bears. Interesting matchup now all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, Bears have been rolling here, but look at the defenses they played. Worst defense Mike Zimmer's ever coached. Worst defense I've ever seen in the Detroit Lions. Uh, terrible Jacksonville team. One of the worst teams I've ever seen play in the NFL, Jacksonville. Then a just underachieving garbage Houston Texans team. Finally get to play a good team in the Green Bay Packers. Doesn't end well for the Chicago Bears. Packers for 11. You did mention the bad defenses they've played, but they got to play who's on the sure. schedule. So first just, time since 1965 the Bears have scored 30 or more points four straight weeks. They're in for a rude awakening. But uh, I have the Packers in a close one. Eight points on the Packers. Uh, Jaguars at Colts. Um, Colts for 15. I just think Colts are too good. Uh, they want revenge for week one. That was Jacksonville's only win uh, was against the Colts, and they beat them pretty handily. Uh, but Colts roll. I got Colts for 16. They win. They're in. Can't afford to lose this one. Um, and really, in my mind, when I made the pick, I'm like, Jacksonville doesn't want to win this week. But like we mentioned, it doesn't matter. They've already locked up the first pick. So they can play Gardner this week, and, and, and they don't have to proclaim that he lost out on the QB battle against <laughs> Mike Glennon for the week. Kind of all right between the lines yep. there. Uh, yeah, Colts for 16. Uh, Tennessee at Houston. Um, Deshaun Watson probably shouldn't be playing, but it sounds like he's going to. Uh, but still, give me Tennessee for uh, nine. J.J. Watt came out pretty strongly. I loved what everything he said. Couldn't agree uh, more with his statements after the game yesterday. But I'm taking the Titans for 13, going big on Tennessee. Because they, they're still not in the playoffs yet. If they would lose, yeah. there's a way they could miss the playoffs. Miss the playoffs, yeah. Which is crazy. Um, they didn't like the snow last night up there nah, in no. Green Bay. That's why I'm saying if Green Bay gets home field advantage, that's the one team it's really going to help over others. Uh, Chargers at the Chiefs. Um, Justin Herbert becomes the all-time rookie. A touchdown pass leader uh, does not carry over. The Chiefs still haven't been playing that great here. Uh, they locked up the one seed. Um, will Mahomes play much? I bet he plays a half. Um, I still think Chad Henney's too good for the uh, – yeah. Los Angeles uh, Chargers. Uh, give me KC for well, 14. And the Chargers without um, Keenan Allen, without Hunter Henry. They're yeah. pretty banged up. Chiefs have too much talent, even without Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Give me the Chiefs for 12. The Cardinals at the Rams. Cardinals, if they lose, they're done. If they win, they need the Bears to lose. But I don't see Arizona going into Los Angeles beating the Rams because Rams still need uh, – I think they clinched. Oh, no, they lost yesterday. And Goff. Uh, broke, broke his, his thumb, thumb. His throwing hand. They don't know Shoot. if he's going to play right now. And his backup's like Wolf Wolf well, from uh, is he from Wake Forest? I had never heard of the guy until I read um, him. Read his name. 
Man, I don't know. I'm taking, if, I'm taking the Cardinals for five. Can I? Uh, you could switch. Well, can I do a, like, if golf plays, give me the Rams for five? <laughs> no, no, no. Why? We haven't done it that way all year. You're not doing that week uh, 17 now. I want that belt back. Give me Rams for five. All I'm right. Gonna, I'm going to stick with Fair. it. Be that, different. That might be the difference maker. It might be. It might We've be. been pretty close on a lot of them. Um, Raiders at Broncos. This um, I, pick, I picked Denver uh, to win for three points. I don't know why I did that. Pick the Broncos for one because I just can't, can't pick, pick the, Raiders, the Raiders. And uh, neither the, teams. The way the Raiders good. lost, that could be. They uh, could just be I mean, they got they nothing to play for. Nothing. I mean, in um, in the Broncos got whooped by the Raiders the first time they played yeah. this year. So yeah, give me Denver. I think yeah. that's. I think I've picked Denver maybe three times this year. <laughs> you know, I, I haven't looked at the line yet, but assuming the Raiders are favored, assuming the Broncos haven't been favored one week all year, even against the Jets, that's yeah. incredible for a team that it's not like oh in fifteen. They won five games, yeah. But that, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're not a good team. That's just wild to me. I, for some reason, you think somewhere along the lines, somewhere they been favored. Yeah. You know? They weren't even favored at home to the Chargers. No, that's bad. Um, Seahawks at Forty ers Seahawks for thirteen. Oh, big. Mm-hmm. Seahawks for seven. I don't like the amount of points I have on that. I kind of wish I went higher. But Seahawks offense hasn't been that great here. Uh, no, really, all really since like week eight, they haven't been great. So. And the Sunday Nighter, the Washington football team at the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, I'm I'm going to protest and not watch a second of that one, especially after the Dolphins lose and all the other three teams win, and I won't want to watch football the rest of my life. <laughs> um, give me Philadelphia for eight. Taking the Eagles for two. I this was a hard one. I could see either way. I don't know. Um, Hurts has to play better than he did yesterday, but you don't know who's even going to be playing quarterback for the football team. Yep. So. Um, the J man uh, won the belt. Um, yep. Not the last time you'll be seeing this on me this year, even. <laughs> Fuck it. Well, um, do you want to learn about some sporting events that Let's happened on hear it. Uh, December twenty eighth? On this day in nineteen oh five, the Intercollegiate Athletic Association of the U.S. was founded. It became the NCAA in nineteen ten. Wonder if their leadership was better then than it is now. <laughs> Knew something like that was going to be said. Mark Emmert's been running it since then. I don't know much about cricket, but this sounds cool. On this day, in 1940, cricketer—didn't even know that was a term. Cricketer Arthur Morris scores 111 in second innings of first game after 148. Was that no, English? No idea what that no means. Idea. Don't I've, know how cricket works. I've watched cricket. It is interesting. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't, don't know anything about it. I don't know a thing about it, but it's fun to watch because you just don't know what's going on, and guys are hitting it with a wicket. And uh, it's just they throw it hard and it bounces. I don't get it. I, I guess I just need I to study it. up on my on my cricket rules. Oh. I'm going to get real into cricket and rugby. <laughs> no, you're <laughs> just, not. Just going to move to Australia. Hey, their they're sporting events are full go right now. No, full, New Zealand is. I don't know about Australia, but yeah. it's full capacity. They're having sellouts and everything. Too many snakes and spiders in Australia, let's be honest. <laughs> Poisonous things. <laughs> On this day, 1944, Montreal right wing, uh, it's either Maurice or Morris. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Morris. Morris Rocket Richard. That's be- definitely Maurice. <laughs> Shush. Became the first uh, player in HL history to score eight points in one game with five goals and three assists in the Canadiens' 9-1 win over the Detroit Red Wings. Pretty dang good game. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a little bit of everything there. 
Um, hmm. On this day, 1947, the National Football League Championship was held at Comiskey Park in Chicago. Hmm. The Chicago Cardinals beat the Philadelphia Eagles 28-21. was the Cardinals' only title victory. And on this day, 1952, <coughs> the National Football League Championship was held at Cleveland Municipal Stadium. Saw the Lions beat the Browns 17-7. to Those are two teams barn burn. we haven't seen do anything since, since the merger. Um, let's see. On this day, 1958, it was dubbed the greatest game ever played. The Baltimore Colts won the 26th NFL Championship against the New York Giants, 23-17 at Yankee Stadium in the first ever sudden-death overtime game in NFL history. 17 future members of the Pro Football Hall of Fame were involved in the game. Wow. I've seen a special on the NFL Network on that game. Uh, On this day, 1975, the Hail Mary with 32 seconds left in the NFC Divisional Playoff game saw Cowboys quarterback Roger Staubach throw a legendary 50-yard touchdown pass to Drew Pearson to defeat the uh, Minnesota Vikings, and the Hail Mary play was born. Hasn't really been around that long, has it? I would have guessed it was uh, before then. Yeah. Mm, A lot of bowl game scores. On this day in 2008, the Detroit Lions lost uh, 31 to 21 to the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field to become the first team in NFL history to go winless in a 16-game season. It has happened since. Could have happened this year too, but the Jets had to ruin it for us. And last year on this day, we had the college football semifinals. Mm-hmm. The number three Clemson beat number two Ohio State 29-23. We'll get a rematch of that game this weekend. We'll predict those games at the very end of our show. Ohio State, um, they uh, kind of got uh, all screwed. By home with the, the helmet uh, on the fumble yeah. last year. Flipped that whole game around. In mm-hmm. the 52nd Peach Bowl, saw number one LSU beat number four Oklahoma by a score of 63-28. to That LSU team was a different level. That's why they were my team it's of the crazy. year. Crazy. So... And the On This Day segment is brought to you by Like It Is Every Week, Proforma Print House. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, which hopefully more of those are happening in 2021, Proforma Print House has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for a fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print and promotional company and give them a call today at 574 210 Three eight one five, and we are excited to say they are have renewed their sponsorship to be the sponsor of the on this day segment going forward through twenty twenty one. Nice college basketball. I haven't talked that much about college basketball here uh, recently. Yeah, we talked. Uh, you weren't on the show last mm-hmm. week. But we talked a little bit about the Big Ten because the Big Ten sorry getting wild. Big Ten has nine teams. In the top 25, starting with Wisconsin at 6, we have Iowa at 10 after their loss to Minnesota fell down 6 spots. We have Rutgers uh, falling down 3 spots to 14 after their uh, loss to Ohio State. Illinois up 3 spots after they uh, went 2-0 this week in the Big Ten to 15. Michigan up 3 spots to number 3. Michigan State down 5 spots after their loss uh, to Northwestern and... Um, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I'm surprised they only dropped five spots. It's, it's the Izzo effect. Um, Northwestern is in the top 25 poll for the first I time in a while. I had them 12th. You had them 14th in um, the conference. 
they're looking real good. Beat Ohio State uh, and Michigan State. Uh, they're up to 19th. Minnesota, after a huge win against uh, Iowa, Marcus Carr went off. Uh, so did uh, Brandon Johnson, I think his name is. He had like eight threes or something like that. They're up to 21. Um, and Ohio State's down two spots to 25 after they beat uh, Rutgers and then lost to uh, Northwestern. So uh, Big Ten's getting wild. Indiana somehow still getting votes. They're 5-4. and four. 0-2 in the Big Ten, lost to Northwestern and at home. I just don't get I don't get how they're and, receiving votes. Um, but people they obviously don't watch college. They're basketball. too talented. They're not bad. They're too talented to have a five and four record, but sure. Uh, but look who they've lost to. Yeah. I mean they've lost to a really good Florida State team, a really good Texas team, a good Illinois team. Actually, yeah, Texas is eighth now. Mm. Um Illinois is fifteenth, Northwestern's nineteenth. Um, it's Florida State, right? Florida State's 18th. So um, they don't have a bad loss on their record. I would say the Northwestern loss at home is a bad loss, even though Northwestern's ranked, because uh, I could see them kind of falling back. But yeah, as a Purdue fan, I was a little frustrated that Purdue went from receiving votes last week to not receiving votes after this week. losing to Iowa only. Yeah, it makes no sense. Number three Iowa at the time, or number and four. And they're seven Iowa and three and half conference win. But it's 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 whatever. Receiving votes isn't that big a deal. I'd rather nah. be the, in the poll polls are meaningless. Nothing. But I would still rather be ranked than. Votes. Means nothing. It is weird to see Duke rank 20th. It's just weird to see them down that low. Josh wants them to start winning some more games. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> how, how, about, how do you feel for, like, Notre Dame and now Louisville, whose teams have beaten Kentucky? And you're like, come on, Kentucky, you're yeah. one in six. Notre Dame's not very good either, and they really took it to them until Kentucky came back. Yeah, one by one. Um, yeah, and then Wisconsin beats Louisville by 40, though. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, so they're not very good either, I don't I mean, think. I mean, I. I wonder if Illinois ever started one and six. I know Purdue in 123 years of Purdue basketball has never started one and six. Illinois, ever Underwood's first year, I think started four and twelve. So they're probably maybe one and six I don't during that time, but I don't know. That's just yeah, wild to me. Like actually, I think it was um, under. I'm going to look it up real quick. I mean, Kentucky's Kentucky. They got way too much talent right. to be one and six. That's the thing about having no fans, though. I think yeah. with a young team like that, they feed off that at home. Um, we saw that with Duke because Duke's just not that good of a team. Yep. Um, and, I mean, they've l- had two losses at home. So two good teams, but still. Yeah, good point. Illinois was 2-6. and six Yeah, and not 1-6. 18-19. Yeah, they were 4-12 and 12, um, to start that year. <laughs> that was a rough year. That was a really young team. They had to go to the Maui and play number three Gonzaga. I still hate to say it. I've watched bits and pieces of other of, of other Big Ten games, but outside of Purdue, I really haven't watched a full I watched, basketball game. I watched quite a bit of the Ohio State-Northwestern game because the NFL game was so bad at noon on Saturday. Um, watched the end of Indiana-Northwestern. Watched a little bit of the Purdue-Maryland, but I just I haven't watched that much either. Mm-mm. I I did watch quite a bit of the Iowa-Minnesota game. I couldn't tell you what's going on outside of the Big Ten, which I guess Uh really doesn't matter because we talk mainly Big Ten when we talk about college sports on this podcast. Gonzaga's rolling. They were up 20 They're going to run the table and win the whole thing. Uh, Their offense is just way too good. What they did to Iowa last week, putting up 100 points almost. And beating them, and I thought Iowa played as well as they could have possibly played, and they still lost by double digits. Yeah, Iowa still doesn't play a ton of defense. Uh, they play no defense at they, all. They hope you miss open shots. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're so talented offensively; mm-hmm. they'll outscore you they're most deep. nights. They're deep. Um, they can shoot, mm-hmm. um, so they're a good team. But sure. 
But it has been a wild start yeah. to the Big Ten season. I mean, a lot of surprises, like we said, Northwestern's been a surprise. Mm-hmm. Minnesota, 8-1. and one, I think we both had them in the bottom four. Yep. Um, they're ranked, but the one chance I've seen Northwestern play is when Illinois was up 35 points on them at one time. Minnesota, so I don't, you mean? That's what I meant. Oh, yeah, yeah. you said Northwestern um, one time. It's all yeah, sorry. Play. Min- uh, Minnesota. Yeah. They were up 35 points on them at one time, so I don't really have that great of a sure. view. I thought maybe they just had a really good game against Iowa, and that's the reason why they won. Uh, but I don't really have a great taste in my mouth from watching Minnesota get trounced. Yeah, it's um, – you know, we were talking the other day – there's potentially only one Big Ten team that's probably, we can say right now, is bad, and that's Nebraska? probably Nebraska. Probably Nebraska, yeah. And Lost even they, it. Tony Allen, oh, his name's Tony, not Tony Allen, but Allen. Thomas. Thomas Allen, he can go nuts. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can score a bunch of points. So Yeah, I haven't seen, I haven't watched Nebraska a bunch, but they're the only ones that's really losing a bunch of games. I wouldn't, I mean, Indiana has four losses, but as I said, their losses are to four really good teams in the top 20 and I watched them on Saturday against Illinois and they hung in there for a while they just can't score the can't score the ball the only reason why it was that close is because um what's his face number two why can't I think of his name Armand Franklin yes Armand Franklin went off he went five of six from three but Trace Jackson Davis shot three of 13 Uh, Kofi Coburn did a really good job on him um, they're just not a talented offensive team. They play really good defense that'll keep them in it. But then against Northwestern, Jackson Davis has a great game, but they stopped going feeding the offense through. He them. said, "Give me the I, ball." I think a lot of the fan bases had it with Archie yep. Miller. Um, Archie, Archie's teams for whatever reason remind me a lot of Bruce Weber's teams. Their defense will keep you in a game and they'll win games, but their offense will also lose them games because they just don't shoot it very well. Um, they they need more out of Al Durham. He had nine points. Um, he's supposed to be one of their most talented offensive players. Um, also, Race Thompson didn't do a whole lot. Um, that Trey Galloway from Culver Military Academy, he's just out there to do the hustle plays. Didn't really shoot it that much. Um, they just don't have good enough shooting to really do a whole lot. I'm trying to find this tweet I saw the other day. It was an interesting tweet about the last few years of the Bob Knight era compared to right now. Um, you can keep going if you got another point um, to make why I look this up. I don't really have any more points uh, to make. Um, we do have some Big Ten games this week, obviously, because mm-hmm. it's Big Ten basketball season. Starting tonight, Maryland at Wisconsin. It's currently underway. Eight minutes into the game, Maryland's up 8-5. to five. <laughs> I got Wisconsin in that one. Yeah, I got Wisconsin 46-41, uh, to 41, something boring. <laughs> Uh, Michigan State needs to bounce back. They're 0-2 in the Big Ten for the first time in who knows how long, um, playing at Minnesota tonight. Got Michigan State bouncing back. I think Michigan State bounces back and wins uh, fairly handily. Not a big believer in this Minnesota squad. No, I still think if um, you can contain Marcus Carr, um, you got a good Yeah, they defense. need somebody else to step up. That Brandon Johnson, who transferred from, I believe, Western Michigan, went 8 of 9 from 3 the other night, and he's really the reason they won. I found what I was looking for. It says this is the 24th season since Bob Knight was fired. His team's lost 239 games in 29 seasons, average of 8.24 losses per season. Since his firing, IU has lost 280 games in 20-plus seasons, 14 losses per season. Knight's last six seasons, IU lost average of 11 games per season. The six years prior to that, average was 7.3. It's interesting. Of course, some of those numbers are skewed by Tom Crane's first two-plus years. But still, Mm -hmm. um, even if you take out those couple years, the numbers still aren't going to look good. Um, 
They sh- they honestly should have never fired Tom Crane. It's crazy to think. No, it's um, uh, they, at the time he probably deserved it, but looking they back, got hindsight, tired of. I mean, they won a couple Big Ten titles and they got tired of Sweet Sixteen appearances. I'd kill for a Sweet Sixteen appearance. Illinois hasn't had one since '05. A lot of times, programs got to be careful what you wish for. Grass isn't always greener it's, on the other side. It's the Nebraska Bo Pelini effect. No. It's the Indi- It's the Michigan. Um, I guess they didn't really fire anyone, but it's hoping Jim Harbaugh can. They they just yeah. their fan bases think they're this national yeah. power. Still. Jimmy Jimmy still got the job. Up um, there. And Nebraska thinks it. Tennessee thinks it. Texas even starting yes. to think that as well. Um, that they deserve the world. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think most smart yeah. Indiana fans know that this is reality now. A lot of the Indiana fans, the older ones in particular, I should say, maybe not the ones our age, they're still living back in the Bob right. era. They're never going to get another Bob Knight coach. That's the thing. They haven't won a thing in 30-plus years, much like Notre Dame yeah. football. I mean, the, they had Mike Davis. Mike Davis isn't, I'm not comparing to Bob Knight, but he made a championship game in mm-hmm. 2 They don't even like to remember him. Right. I mean, it didn't end well. Who knows what would have happened with Calvin Sampson? I was going to say, we're we're lucky Calvin's not there because if he's not cheating at Houston, he has him sixth in the country. He's probably the best pure coach they've had since Bob Knight. I'm sorry to the Tom Cream lovers. You know uh, who I'm talking to. (laughs) Uh, Purdue at Rutgers tomorrow night. Uh, Purdue's got two of their toughest matchups this week from a physicality standpoint. Uh, two teams that took them to the woodshed last year, Rutgers and Illinois. Really don't like the way they match up with Illinois. Like uh, the way they match up a little better with Rutgers than Illinois, but I still like Rutgers. If Purdue could get a split this week, I'd do backflips, and I can't do backflips. I was going to say, I'd like to see you do a backflip. I would be Just very hurt. If, if you're going to split, please win the first one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my goal is for Purdue to be within 10 points both times. But give me Rutgers. Ron Harper Jr. is going to be tough to He's a pro. Tough to contain with his veteran body type where Purdue doesn't really have a guy like him. Try to um, give him a foul trouble. He, he's a pro. Their size matches up pretty well. Uh, give me Rutgers by, yeah, I'd give 10, oh, I would say. I'll take it. Um, it does, it's nice to play in this building with no fans because that yeah. place gets loud. Northwestern at Iowa. Nine Good o'clock matchup between ranked teams all of a sudden, but give me the Hawkeyes. Iowa by 30-plus. It'll be closer than that. I don't think so. Um, <laughs> Northwestern uh, has a rude awakening. Going to win the Big Ten now. They you dogging them. They're going to They the have a rude awakening this week. Nebraska at Ohio State. Uh, Ohio State. Ohio State. They need one, um, and I think they get it. Penn State at Indiana. I have not watched any of Penn State this year. Penn State can score. Don't guard a soul. Um, Illinois got down nineteen to four on Wednesday and still managed to put up ninety eight points and win by seventeen. Yeah, you tweeted, "What is wrong with um, you? Wake up." They woke up. Uh, really, that whole time, I never thought Illinois was actually going to lose that game, even when they were down 19-4. to uh, Illinois got whatever they wanted. Uh, give me Indiana by 15. Yeah, I think Indiana wins this one pretty comfortably at home. Uh, we have some New Year's Eve action. Minnesota at Wisconsin. Battle for the axe. Um, they do that in basketball? No. Uh, i just like to say it. Uh, Wisconsin. Uh, yeah. Um, I think this Wisconsin teams are really, really good. I think they're good. They're too. old. Oh, I hate it. They're oh, old. They're older than the Chicago Bulls hey. starting five. Um, give me Wisconsin, fairly close one. Marcus Card can keep him in it, but I just think Wisconsin's too much. Uh, Michigan at Maryland. Yeah, besides when Maryland played Purdue, I haven't watched Maryland at all. I haven't watched Michigan. And oh, I take that back. I watched a little bit of their game the other night. Um, give me, give me the Wolverines on the road. 
Give me a Terps, just to switch it up yeah, a little we bit. Yeah, uh, really disagreed. I, I keep thinking, well, they're going on the road in the Big Ten. <laughs> There's no fans. Matter. I know. Um, so weird. Michigan's 7-0, and though, uh, but give me a Terps. Oh, just really? to, I did not know they were 7-0. 2-0 in the Big Ten. Yeah, no games Friday, January 1. Saturday, have three games. Iowa at Rutgers. I'll take Scarlet Knights in this one. Um, Close game. Iowa doesn't – I mean – Luca Garza is so physical. Yeah. So physical, and he gets beat up down there. Um, I don't think the rest of the Hawkeye team really likes uh, physicality that much. Um, Rutgers is super physical. But give me the Hawkeyes in a really close one. That could go a long way for them and their quest for the Big Ten title. Mm-hmm. Purdue at the Illini. I already kind of <laughs> said my notes on it. Um, Illini. Only matchup between the two this year. Thank um. You. Illinois won by 26 in their first round uh, last year and then 19 on uh, their second stint against them. Um, I think Illinois, because of how veteran they are, um, I think guys like Brandon Newman will struggle to score against Iowa DeSumo just because he's a veteran. Uh, Trent Frazier shut down Sasha Stefanovic last year. Uh, give me Illinois by 81-66. Yeah, I do like the good thing about this Purdue team. They're a lot deeper than they were last year. Uh, yeah, a lot more shooters than they had last um, year. We'll I I could see Edie struggling against Kofi. Yeah, he's been struggling since the Big Ten started. Um, but uh, Travion Williams has to play better because he did nothing against them last year. Yes, and he is a better player this year yes, than he was he is. last year. Uh, but so the problem Kofi Purdue well. has is they both Edie and, and Williams both have trouble staying out of foul trouble. Right. So Illinois can get road, him. Illinois yeah, can do that to him pretty quick. So. Yeah, Illinois needs to come out uh, playing a lot better than they have the past really three games. They've struggled, and that's really had to do with Adam Miller starting. Andre Curbelo, uh, their freshman point guard, who's probably been, I would say he's probably in the top three of the Big Ten freshmen so far. Offense just moves so much better with him in the game. He's leading the Big Ten as a whole in assists uh, per game during Big Ten play. Um, can't get down like 8-2 to two like they've been doing each of the past couple games. Um, but I think Illinois, just because of their um, – experience uh wins ultimately michigan state at nebraska michigan state yeah michigan state couple games on sunday wisconsin at penn state wisconsin taking wisconsin northwestern at michigan <laughs> northwestern gets ranked and they have to go on the yeah, road to two uh, really good big 10 give me teams. michigan again man they're gonna be ranked real high uh, next yeah week. give me michigan then a uh, intriguing one here ohio state at minnesota you know i'll take minnesota why not I was going to take Minnesota as well, but I'm know. switching it to the Ohio State. A lot State. of these are coin flips for me at this point. Buckeyes. Let's see who Butler plays this week. They beat Providence last week. I don't think. Providence, Providence six, 6 and 3. Saturday, Butler at Seton Hall. What's Seton Hall's record? 6 and 4. 3 and 1 in the Big East, though. I'll take Butler. Um, I'm taking Butler as well. No games until then this week in the Big East. <laughs> Big East feels like I haven't had too many games. No. Butler's barely played, it feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, NCAA football a playoff. Yeah. College um, football yeah, playoff. We got, the, we got the playoffs this weekend. I uh, got Ohio State against Clemson, Notre Dame against Alabama. Ohio State, Clemson, who you got? Clemson. Um, by two touchdowns. I just – Clemson's too good. Justin Fields has not played that well no, here he as of late. Um, it'll be interesting to see what the NFL teams really think of him yep. um, come draft time, assuming he puts his name in. I think Clemson wins another close classic matchup against Ohio State. I do think it's close. Dabo Sweeney mouthed off a lot about this Ohio State Dabo's team. such an idiot that it makes me want to root for Ohio State, and I hate Ohio State. 
Uh, Ohio State definitely you know has that up in, from bulletin board material. The Ohio State we've seen quarters and halves of their potential, but we mm-hmm. haven't seen a full game. Absolutely. Maybe they finally, even if they lose, put it all together and show you how good they can be. But I'm taking out Clemson in a close one. I cannot stand Dabo. What he said is probably right about well, we've had to play 13 games, stuff like that. But he just he can't stop talking. But. And some of it was Ohio State's fault, but other weeks it wasn't. Right. That's what makes me mad about this year. It's like he, he can't complain yeah. about it. Uh-huh. It's not Ohio State's fault. Yep. Even, even with an outbreak on their team, it's not really the team's fault. Right. They, did, uh, they didn't want to get they, it on purpose, right. but maybe they could have been safer. But I know. that's know. It makes me want to root for Ohio State. Notre Dame and Alabama, rematch from the 2012 championship game. Didn't get to say this last week because I wasn't here. Um, I would have taken Texas A&M instead of Notre Dame. Uh, Texas A&M's one loss was to Alabama. Uh, they beat Florida. I know Notre Dame beat Clemson, but again, Clemson didn't have anyone else. Um, and it showed much. in the rematch. Yeah, they didn't have much uh, in the way of t- – they had a ton of talent, don't get me wrong, but the, um, Clemson was missing a bunch of guys. What's Notre Dame's second best win? North Carolina? Yeah. Um, didn't play a whole lot of anyone, really. Didn't have to play my cane. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> um, but give me Alabama by – I'm going to go 56-21. to 21. <laughs> I will go – I don't think it's as a high scoring as we think. I'm going to go Alabama 38, Notre Dame 21. That's fair. 17 points. Fair. So they cover that. Last time I knew they cover that spread. I, I don't think the spread's moved too much. I thought it was 19. So Notre Dame would cover that, losing by 17. Oh, Notre Dame would cover that. Okay, yeah. sorry. Sorry. Yep. Um, yep, but I think Alabama's just, just too good. Too talented. Yeah, that – I think Mac Jones I mean, they the had Heisman. They had three of the top – five Heisman yep. vote-getters. And honestly, I thought Najee Harris was going to be the one that and won he it. Didn't make he, it got fi- he got fifth. He's not the finalist. Uh, yeah, I think Mac Jones gets it as well. Yep. Um, it'll be interesting, though. When is the Heisman announced? A few weeks? Yeah, it's uh, it's actually in January this year. Yeah. So, All right, ready for some birdie bogey? Yep. Travis Kelsey became the first tight end ever to have a 1,000-yard season in five seasons on uh, – this was not on Sunday. It was a few Sundays ago. Who were the three guys that only have four 1,000-yard seasons in a career? Tony Gonzalez? Yes, sir. Antonio Gates? No. Keep going. Uh, Jimmy Graham? No. Kellen Winslow? No. No. They didn't throw to tight ends that much back yeah, then. Yeah, he was a Hall of Famer, though. Uh, um, so was Gates and Graham. Two Gates is all over records for tight ends. Two of these, the other two guys are active. Four 1,000-yard season receiving season. seasons in a career. Um, one wouldn't be Vernon Davis, would it? No, I don't think he's active either. Okay. No, he retired. You're right. Man, you're gonna I, be kicking yourself at one of these. One's tough. I'm sure I will. Um, I, 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 I'm just flustered at this point. Rob Gronkowski. Oh God, he's active, isn't he? Yeah, Tampa Bay. Jason Witten. He's active too. Yeah, with the, yeah. Wow. I said Oakland Raiders. Wow, that's that tight end trivia is interesting because there's a lot of good tight yeah. ends. Um, darn it, I did terrible. Yeah, Jason awful. Witten's definitely a Hall of Famer. People say I'm good at sports trivia. I'm not. I'm a fluke. You're pretty good, just not live on television. <laughs> <I> struggle. <laughs> don't ever go on Jeopardy, please. I don't plan on it. So <laughs> wrap us up for 2020, J-Man. Thanks for watching the Tan and J-Man show, uh, our last episode of the year. The year's gone by so dang fast. So ready to get this one over with. I think everyone is. 
um, this year. Uh, Johnny Elway down here did a phenomenal job on uh, TV tonight, mm -hmm. didn't you? Um, thanks for watching. Have a great, safe, happy new year. We'll be back at it next Monday, 2021. Celebrate safe, everybody.